Whedon now, the voice of reason. Once again, social media has gone berserk. This time, it's people threatening to burn shoes, clothing, and other items that have a swoosh on them. It's been a couple of years now since the Colin Kaepernick story began, and it's probably true that many of those who were on the burn shoes side can't remember why he started doing what he did. And the origins of the argument that put minority professional athletes and the President of the United States against one another. So I turn to a voice of reason to re-explain. A man named Nate Boyer. Mr. Boyer suited up for the Seattle Seahawks in the preseason of 2015 before being released. No, he probably wasn't a, a all-star, stellar, long snapper. But then again, he didn't play a down of organized football, peewee high school or otherwise, until he walked on at the University of Texas. He did pretty well on the college field, playing 38 consecutive games and eventually getting his scholarship. Perhaps some of that was because he was older than the rest of his teammates. You see, before he went to college and walked on as a longhorn, Boyer was an Army Green Beret, pulling tours of duty in both Iraq and Afghanistan. I doubt if you'd want to challenge his love of country and flag, or his sacrifice either. Nate Boyer was the veteran and former football player who convinced Colin Kaepernick to kneel and not to sit for the national anthem, saying that soldiers take a knee in front of a fallen brother's grave to show their respect. Eventually, Boyer would stand next to the kneeling Kaepernick on the sideline during the national anthem. Now we remember a Gibson Southern football season from a few years back. My daughter had not yet reached high school. She and I did attend many of the games, and that was one of the years the Titans were very strong, and they thought doing well in the sectional was a distinct possibility. There may have been a top 20 ranking, or at least an honorable mention. And then, over the course of three consecutive Friday nights, way too many key players were lost for the season to injury. I remember the last one, on the road at Pike Central. The ambulance actually brought on to the field to take the player away. During the stoppage, the players on both teams took a knee. They took a knee because someone was hurting. It's what you're supposed to do when one of your teammates is hurt. If you take a knee in front of the American flag, whether it's draped over a casket or hoisted over 70,000 fans, it's because someone is hurting. And if you don't know who's been hurting across the U.S. for the past couple of years, couple of decades, past couple of hundred years, perhaps you should, I don't know, recheck your white privilege. In fact, there has been so much pain that the entire country is hurting. Some of us might not feel it. Too busy tweeting. But there are those who live it every day, as have their ancestors. Taking a knee, then, became a sign of peaceful protest. And that's the words of Mr. Boyer, the Green Beret. Now, Kaepernick knew, of course, that he would anger people when he began his protest. That's how you, in fact, make a protest effective. And let me tell you, in terms of the number of people who have been angered, this one has been more than just effective. In fact, so much so that what has been lost through the argument of what is and isn't patriotic, or patriotism, is why he started it in the first place. There has never been a movement for the freedom or equality of people of color that has gained white approval. Not the abolitionist movement, not the anti-lynching movement, not the black power movement, not the civil rights struggle. 
1966, a Gallup poll said Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had a 63% disapproval rating of those surveyed. And just two years before that, another survey said, and I quote, their words, not mine, 73% of Americans believe the Negroes should just stop their demonstrations, unquote. In other words, just be quiet and go home. Colin Kaepernick, why don't you just be quiet and go home? The Green Beret at least attempted to find out what the QB people call Cap was trying to say. Most of us have not done that, I'm sure. You hear veterans say that in the heat of battle, they put their lives on the line, not for flag or for country, but for your buddy to the left and your buddy to the right. Boyer's words, speaking from under the Green Beret and from behind the Bronze Star, take that one step further, and I quote, this is what he wrote a couple of years ago. What most soldiers die for is not the right to protest. It's not for patriotism. It's not for the Constitution. It's not the American flag or for the national anthem or any of that. What they die for is the man to their left and to the right. And if we cannot live for the man on our left and right here at home, respectfully, despite our differences, then what in the hell did they die for? But frankly... If we cannot become more civil with those who we do not agree with, then we, Americans, do not deserve that kind of sacrifice. <laughs>